And uh, <clears throat> it is Easter Sunday, and so for those who have been here before on uh, Easter Sunday, you know what that means, right? It is time for Pastor's annual Easter Sunday uh, joke. And I tell the same joke every Easter, uh, not only because it's easy, but uh, I tell the same joke so that you can join me in it every year. And this is how we build, you know, camaraderie and oneness here at Christ Church. We all have the answers. So if you've been here at Christ Church on Easter Sunday, you know the punchline, right? So when the punchline comes, this is that point where we all get to shout it out together. You ready? So here's the way the story goes. So a Sunday school teacher was teaching her Sunday school lesson on Easter Sunday, and of course she was teaching all about how Jesus rose in the tomb and the stone rolled aside and he stepped out and the angels came. And uh, man, she was just really getting into the lesson and, you know, doing the flannel graph thing and it was working and the kids were like these little sponges and they were just taking it in and taking it in. And She just got so into the lesson that she uh, absolutely lost track of time and just just kept going with the lesson, right? And she finally finishes up the lesson and just thinks, wow, God, that was just fantastic and awesome. But she looks at the clock and realizes she has five minutes left in the class and she can't excuse the kids early, you know, so she's got five minutes left. So it's like, what does she do? So she comes up with a bright idea and figures she'll see if the kids really got it and if they can apply it into life and have some fun with them. Uh, so she said, well, children... You know, I've been thinking, uh, what do you think, when, when Jesus rose from the tomb, what do you think his first words were when he stepped out of the tomb? And, of course, all the kids' hands went up, you know, little Susie in the back, her hands like, ooh, ooh. So she calls on little Susie and says, Susie, tell me, what do you think Jesus' first words were? Susie says, well, when Jesus walked out of the words, out of the tomb, his first words were... Ah, you got it. Thank you so much. Just in case you didn't get it, right? Ta-da! There you go. I feel better. Thank you. Takes, takes me through the whole year. I mean, you can throw stones, do whatever you want. It just bounces right off now through the whole year. I know. Ta-da! That's all I got to hold on to, okay? Well, uh, stones. I got fascinated this week as I was preparing the message about the whole experience of this stone uh, rolling aside and uh, how... You know, it was an unexpected experience for so many, but a very expected experience for God, right? And that's what we've been really doing all this Easter, looking at what seems unexpected, but is so expected uh, for God. And I got kind of looking at this whole rolling a stone thing, and I discovered another stone. I don't know if you're familiar with this stone, but this is a weather stone. Have you heard of weather stone? Yeah, it's a weather stone, and the weather stone can actually uh, tell you uh, the weather, right? So apparently what you do, and there's a plaque that explains it all there, apparently what you do is you go over to the stone, and uh, if you, you look at the stone, and if the stone is wet, it's raining. Thank you. You know the stone. You know the stone? And if the stone is dry and there's a shadow on the wall, it's sunny. And, and if the stone has a blanket of white stuff on top of it, it's snowing, right. And if you can't even see the stone, that means it's foggy, right. If the stone is going back and forth, right, on the chain, that means it's windy, yes. Uh, if the stone is bouncing and shaking and bouncing up and down, that means you're experiencing an earthquake. Very good. 
And if the stone is absolutely ripped off the wall and not even there anymore, that means you're in a tornado. Very good. And if the stone has uh, little white blotches on the top of it, that means there's birds. You better watch out. That's what that means. Uh, just so you know, that particular stone is in a, outside a pub in uh, England somewhere, so in case you want to go there. But what I really want to talk to you about is this stone, right? Is this stone. Uh, what does it mean for us today to recognize that this stone was rolled aside? What does it mean for us to know that this stone, 2,000 years ago, with that earthquake, was rolled aside? Now, we know that Jesus died on the cross. We know that they took his body down, and his body was placed in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And remember, Joseph of Arimathea was a wealthy man, and so he had a very nice tomb, probably somewhat familiar or parallel uh, to this tomb here. And as you see, there is a huge stone uh, right in, in the face of that, in the front of that, right? And as they designed these things, uh, that stone that you're looking at there, that stone probably weighed anywhere from one to two tons. So that's pretty good uh, stone, right? One to two tons worth of stone. And remember that when they designed this thing, they designed it to be able to close it. And so the stone was usually placed there, and there was an angle that the stone would roll eventually down and then fall into a notch so that the stone would be securely in place. The whole idea was, of course, to be able to roll the stone in place and leave it. I mean, nobody would expect to roll it aside. And we're here today because that stone 2,000 years ago did just that, something that was totally unexpected and yet in God's plan, very expected. In fact, those who were there, who were the religious leaders in the time, they were very concerned about this stone. If you go into Matthew 27, after Jesus was crucified and his body was placed in the tomb, the day later, it says the next day, the day of preparation, the day after preparation day, the leading priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. They said, Sir, we remember that while that liar was still alive, he said, After three days I will rise from the dead. So give the order for the tomb to be guarded closely till the third day. Otherwise, his followers might come and steal the body and tell the people that he has risen from the dead, and that lie would be even worse than the first one. What are these guys afraid of? What are they afraid of? Well, they're afraid that stone's going to roll, and if that stone rolls, it means one of two things, that Jesus rose or the disciples came and stole, their bo- excuse me, stole his body, and then now they're now telling, telling the story. They're afraid that stone is going to roll, aren't they? Pilate joins them in that fear, and it says, <clears throat> Pilate said, Take some soldiers and go guard the tomb the best way you know how. Notice that one, the best way you know how. That's kind of like Romanese for saying, Listen, go and seal that tomb in all ways possible, and if anything happens, it's your life that's on the line. That's pretty serious stuff when Pilate tells you to go seal the tomb. Right? So they go, it says, so they all went to the tomb and they made it safe from thieves by sealing the stone in the entrance and putting soldiers there 
They guarded it. They did everything they could to make sure that stone was going to stay absolutely in place. They sealed it so thieves couldn't get in, but also so anybody inside couldn't get out, right? You could not roll that stone from the inside. And then they posted guards on it, and when they sealed it, they put the Roman seal on it. And everybody knows, you don't mess with the Roman seal. They did everything they could to exert their human power to keep that stone from rolling aside. And yet we know what brings us here this morning, right? We know that on that Sunday morning, that stone rolled. It says, but very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. Why were they so afraid? Why were they so concerned about that stone rolling away? I want to invite you to join me in thinking about some answers this morning to that question. What does it mean for us? And why were they so afraid that that stone would roll away? First, it means that because that stone rolled away, you and I have the opportunity today in this moment for a new life. Because that stone rolled 2,000 years ago, you and I today, in this very moment, have the opportunity for a new life. Look what First Peter says. Let us thank the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was through His loving kindness that we were born again to a new life and have hope that never dies. This hope is ours because Jesus was raised from the dead. See, because that stone rolled away and because Jesus walked out alive, because he has new life, it means that you and I this morning, right now in this place, have the opportunity to seize, receive, and enjoy resurrection. We can have a new life today. It is resurrection day. We can have a new life today. We can walk away from whatever was death in our life, and today begins a new day. He walked out of the tomb Because the stone rolled away and he was alive in a new way. We've seen him do this. We've seen him foreshadow this in people's lives. If you go into the Gospel of John and it's the first time he meets Peter. You remember Peter, right? Peter was kind of this rough, rough fisherman type when Jesus first met him, right? He meets him and he says, uh, Andrew took Simon to Jesus and Jesus looked at him and he says, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas. Cephas meaning Peter. His name was Simon, but Jesus recreated him and called him Peter. In that very moment, what happened? He stopped being Simon, and he, from that moment on, was Peter. His life changed in that very moment. It was a resurrection moment in his life. And it changed. Look how Peter changed. He was a rough, gruff fisherman. And when he became Peter, when he put his life in the hands of Jesus... When he experienced new life, he became a force to be reckoned with in the world. He became the rock. Peter became so powerful in the gospel of Christ that at one point, the scripture says, he would walk through the town and if his shadow happened to be cast on someone who is sick, they would be healed. Is that a life changed or what? That's resurrection. That's because a stone rolled away. Because the stone rolled away, you and I have the opportunity for a new life. Look what it says in Ephesians. This is great stuff. But God is so rich in mercy. And he loved us so much 
that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you've been saved. Now look at this. For He raised us from the dead along with Christ. What happened? When Jesus walked out because that stone rolled away, you and I had the opportunity of today for a new life. See, there's some dead stuff in your life. There's some stuff that you're holding on to that's in your past. There's some stuff you're holding on to, some secret sins that you you have struggled letting go of. You've got some stuff where you just can't forgive yourself for, or you've got stuff you can't forgive your spouse or somebody else in your life for. You've got some embarrassment that you just can't seem to let go of and get over with. Guess what? Today is Resurrection Day. Today is Resurrection Day. You can let go of the old and you can seize the new life because you were raised on that day, this day, with Christ. You were raised with Christ. You didn't need to hold on to the old stuff anymore. Today is a new day and it is a new life opportunity because today is resurrection day. When the women went to the tomb, it says they went in, the tomb was, stone was rolled and so they went in. They didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. And they stood there and they puzzled. And, and two men suddenly appeared to them clothed in dazzling robes. Hint, those would be angel types, right? Yes. And the women were terrified and they bowed their faces to the ground. Then the men asked him, now look at the question they ask here. And, and this is a question for them. It may be a question for you this morning. If you're holding on to the old, it may be a question for you. What do they say? Why? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He has risen from the dead. Why? Why would you hold on to an old, dead life? When today, the stone rolled away, and it's resurrection day. The stone rolled away. And it means you and I, in this very moment, have the opportunity to receive and live a new life. Second thing, stone rolled away. Because the stone rolled away, it means that everything Jesus said is absolutely true. What were those religious leaders afraid of? Remember what they said to Pilate? They said, Sir, we remember that while that liar was still alive, he said, After three days, I will rise from the dead. And he did. And if he did, it means he's not a liar. If that stone rolled away, it means what he said is absolutely true. If that stone rolled away, it means every word he spoke is absolute authority and truth. I mean, we go in the scripture and we can see where he said Look, this is what's going to happen. You can see it in Luke 9, Mark 8, Mark 9, and Luke 18. It says, The Son of Man must suffer many things. He'll be rejected by the Jewish elders, the leaders of the priests, and the teachers of the law. He will be killed, and after three days, he will be raised from the dead. Like, did all that happen? You know what that means? He's not a liar. He is absolute truth. That means you and I, in our resurrected life, we have the opportunity 
to live according to the truth. He's not a liar. His word is truth. And every promise that he's spoken over our lives will absolutely come true. Why? Because he doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. And what he says is true. That means every day when you're struggling, you're thinking about yourself, when you're telling you you can't, you need to remember he's not a liar. He tells the truth. See, we do this. We think it's impossible. His truth says what? All things are possible. We think I'm too tired. He says, I'll give you rest. We think nobody really loves me. God says, I do. We think I cannot go on. He says, listen, my grace is sufficient for you. We think I can't figure things out. He says, what? I'll direct your steps. We think I can't do it. He says, you can do all things through me. We think I can't forgive myself. He says, I've already forgiven you. We think I'm afraid. He says, listen, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. We think I'm not smart enough. God says, listen, I'll give you wisdom. We think I'm alone. And God says, what? I will never leave you alone. The stone rolled away. He's not a liar. His word is absolutely true. You can live this new life absolutely counting on every promise and direction that he's spoken or will speak into your life. Remember what the angel told the women. They're there. They're wondering what's going on. And what does the angel ask the women to do? Remember. Remember what? Remember what he told you back in Galilee that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. The stone rolled away. And because the stone rolled away, it means his words are absolutely true. Absolutely true. Third thing. Because the stone rolled away, it means that you and I, in this new life, living according to his truth now, with promises over our life, Our lives become bigger than ourselves. Our lives take on a whole new meaning, purpose. It's not just a new direction. Our lives take on a whole new meaning and a whole new purpose. Look what Colossians says. It says, Christ gives meaning to your life. When he appears, he will also appear, you will also appear with him in glory. He promises us a future, and a glory. And in the meantime, he says, listen, I'll give you a life. I'll give you an incredible life. I'll give you a life with meaning that is bigger than yourself. Look at Paul says in Corinthians, he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. You see, our life is bigger than ourselves. It's more than just ourselves. Think about those disciples. Think about Peter who got renamed Rock. His life became bigger than just Peter. Their lives all became larger than just their own existence. Their life became something about a cause that could and would change the face of the earth. You tell me, how could 147 young Christians just the other day stand up and say, yes, I follow Christ, even though they had a gun in their face and they knew it meant their death. How could they do that? Because they knew their life was bigger than themselves. 
when you receive resurrection life, when you know that stone's rolled away and it's new life day, when you take serious God's word in your life and you let it give you direction, your life is going to become bigger than you ever expected. It's going to become more than you ever dreamed. Look what happened to the women right away at the tomb. Right away at the tomb. It says, so they remembered that he had said that. And so they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. Their life all of a sudden became a whole lot bigger than just going to a tomb and anointing a dead body with a bunch of spices. Did it not? Their life became a whole lot more than just wandering and saying, oh my gosh, how are we going to roll that heavy stone away? Their life became something larger greater and bigger, that you and I would sit in this room today, 2,000 years later, and we would tell the story again of women walking to a tomb. Stone rolled away. The stone rolled away. And because that stone rolled away, you have the opportunity right now for a new life. Don't let this just be another Easter. Don't let it be just another Easter where we get the ham going and we hide the Easter eggs. We get together with family and we do it again. And, oh yeah, pastor tells his Easter joke again. Don't let it be another one of those. This is Resurrection Day. He's got more. He's got more for you in your life. He's already said it. And everything he says is true. And your life can be bigger bigger than yourself and bigger than what you're living right now. Today is resurrection day and the stone rolled away. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that we can be together today not only to remember but to also experience to know that right now is a resurrection moment that our lives can be lifted up in a new way and they can take on a new meaning as we live according to your truth and your word and that our lives can move forward to be what you want them to be in the cause of Christ that can change the face of the earth. So, Father, we come to you today and we humbly ask, give us such a conviction this morning that we would let go of the old, we let go of the past, we let go of the pain, we let go of the shame, we let go of everything that is wrong in our past and receive from you today a new life, a bold life, a life filled with your purpose and filled and founded on your word. Lord, we ask this humbly, not because we deserve it, but just because we know you love us, you showed it. And so, Father, we ask humbly as we pray together the way Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.